Monday, September 3rd, 2012, and this is Radio Wave. information service, I'm Robert John. Atheist to offer opening invocation at Tulsa City Council meeting. Atheist Dan Niren, founder of the Humanist Association of Tulsa, has been invited by the Tulsa City Council to offer a non-believing invocation at the next Tulsa City Council meeting. For years, non-believers have fought against having prayer at the opening of Tulsa City Council meetings. And in a truly cowardly response, the council finally caved in, not by banning prayer, but by letting an atheist lead with a secular invocation. Reportedly, Niren's prayer will end with, quote, We must remember that in the face of adversity, we need not look above for answers, but instead recognize the proven potential within ourselves and in each other to overcome any challenges we face, unquote. Our Lady said on March 2, 2011, My motherly heart suffers tremendously as I look at my children who persistently put what is human before what is of God, at my children who, despite everything that surrounds them and despite all the signs that are sent to them, think that they can walk without my son. They cannot. They are walking to eternal perdition. Obama calls for amendment to limit free speech. Barack Obama made a written statement on Wednesday that he desired to pass a constitutional amendment to limit the free speech of corporations. In 2010, a landmark case was decided by the Supreme Court upholding the right of free speech of corporations in the case Citizens United v. Federal Election Commission. Obama wrote, quote, I think we need to seriously consider mobilizing a constitutional amendment process to overturn Citizens United, unquote. Our Lady said on August 25th, 2001, May for you, little children, always in your thoughts and in each situation, holiness be in the first place, in work and in speech. In this way, you will also put it into practice. This is the Medge Network Information Service. Atheist wants to pass out literature to Canadian fifth graders. The Human Rights Tribunal in Ontario, Canada, has agreed to consider allowing an atheist to pass out atheistic literature to fifth graders. After years of battling with the school system, atheist René Chouinard may get the chance to pass out booklets titled Just Pretend, a Free Thought Book for Children, and another Losing Faith in Faith, From Preacher to Atheist. Our Lady said on August 25, 1996, Little children, place the sacred scripture in a visible place in your family and read and live it. Teach your children, because if you are not an example to them, children depart into godlessness. Hurricane Isaac Pounds, Louisiana Hurricane Isaac pounded Louisiana last week, dumping enough water to overrun some levees and cause flooding and evacuation in several areas. Isaac made landfall on the seventh anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. Our Lady said on March 25, 1990, God wants to save you and sends you messages through men, nature, and so many things which can only help you to understand that you must change the direction of your life. 
This is the Medj Network Information Service. Russian President Looks Back to Surge Forward Russian President Vladimir Putin recently made a statement about a new industrial push to boost Russia by focusing on the defense industry. Putin told his Security Council, quote, We should carry out the same powerful, all-embracing leap forward in modernization of the defense industry as the one carried out in the 1930s. Many in Russia and throughout the world strongly protested Putin's previous 12-year rule in Russia, as well as his recent reascendance to power. Though Putin did not mention Joseph Stalin by name, his recollection of the industrial defense mobilization of the 1930s, when the brutal and murderous Stalin controlled Russia, has left many wondering and worrying about Putin's plans for the nation. Our Lady said on June 2, 2010, Free yourself of everything from the past which burdens you and gives you a sense of guilt, of everything that brought you to error, darkness. Accept the light. Be born anew in the justice of my Son. For the Medj Network Information Service, I'm Robert John. This is Medjugorje.com. Stay tuned for our regular radio wave broadcast, brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. December 2004, a tsunami hit Sri Lanka and kills 300,000 people from one moment to the next. August 2005, Hurricane Katrina strikes the southern U.S. with a wave surge unprecedented in the country's history. October 2005, Hurricane Stan strikes Central America, whole villages buried under mudslides. A few days later, Pakistan, India, Afghanistan struck with a massive earthquake killing over 50,000 people. Thirteen days later, Hurricane Wilma explodes in the strongest hurricane ever recorded in the history of the Atlantic. Portugal and Spain dry up in the worst drought ever seen before, Scotland besieged with floods. All these events taking place within nine months of each other. Is heaven acting? Why So Many Disasters by a Friend of Medjugorje takes a peering look into the mystery of the natural events taking place today. Why So Many Disasters available on medj.com spelled M-E-J.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000 205-672-2000 Why So Many Disasters by a Friend of Medjugorje Available through Caritas of Birmingham. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast. Now, the host of Radio Wave, a friend of Medjugorje. Wow, so many disasters. You answer the question. You think we can sit idly by and let a city council allow an atheist to give an invocation for its meetings? How is that possible? How are we so weak? And how can we be so stupid except we lost wisdom of God that we don't have to do this? No one's owed equal time. This is a Christian nation. In no way, shape, form, or fashion can atheism and Christianity coexist. One would dominate and one will be subjugated. This is the grade. This is a report of how weak we become as Christians. We can think an atheist can pass out literature to fifth graders that teaches them to follow that belief. Oh, it's a belief system. An atheist has to have God to be an atheist. 
That's the iron, irony about, about believing in God or unbelief in God. And so why is it is that these things are growing in our culture? And why is it so many disasters and so many things and so much is looming? Putin's coming to power. And rallying up thoughts of Joseph Stalin for the Defense Department. Even put out some other things we've already read about that wasn't on the news just then. That Stalin, within three days, gave death sentences to everybody in the factories if they didn't shape, shape up. They actually posted that. Then they said it was a joke. Really? That's how they get by. Oh, it's just a joke. What kind of time are we coming into? And why are we coming into it? The answer is at the city council. Nobody has a constitutional right to be given time equal to that of Christians in our invocations. It's in the fire of the first shot. Read the book. It's very clear. This exact thing that is on Major Information Network today is very thoroughly covered in the book to give you something to stand on. Years ago, I remember seeing some of the men in the village of Medjugorje come up to a man who had set up a souvenir shop one at nighttime at Yvonne's prayer group on top of the mountain. Just as you turn off the trail, headed toward Yvonne. He'd set up four little panels he carried up there. He was going to sell some souvenirs. The guys started screaming at him, and he fussed back at him. They beat this guy down to the back downside of the mountain. Were they wrong for that? I think there'd be no more wrong for that than what Jesus did in the temple. Where's our Christian conviction? Where's our courage? The courage is not there because we're not living our Christian faith. We're not living our Christian faith because the family's messed up. It's dysfunctional. It's dysfunctional because the role of the father has disappeared. It's mundane. It's minimized. It's inconsequential, except when you got to go court. And everything goes against the male. Why is that? What does that lady share for us today in her second of the month message? Our Lady of Medjugorje's September 2nd, 2012 message to Mariana on the Day of Nonbelievers. Dear children, as my eyes are looking at you, my soul is seeking those souls with whom it desires to be one. The souls who have understood the importance of prayer for those of my children who have not come to know the love of the Heavenly Father. I am calling you because I need you. Accept the mission and do not be afraid. I will strengthen you. I will fill you with my graces. With my love, I will protect you from the evil spirit. I will be with you. With my presence, I will console you in difficult moments. Thank you for your open hearts. Pray for priests. Pray that the unity between my son and them may be all the stronger, that they may be one. Thank you. For a lady to say, as my eyes are looking at you, my soul is seeking those souls with whom it desires to be one. Isn't it strange to you? It was to me. That Our Lady refers to her own soul as it. That it that is referred to is my soul, Our Lady's soul. And Our Lady plays a twofold message with this message because it also can mean my soul is seeking those souls with whom it those souls desires to be one. One with what? 
with my soul. She says two things with one sentence, or rather one statement, and it refers to her soul and those souls. You can read it both ways. But the beauty of that is, is she's making it one. Those souls are one with my soul, one. As my eyes are looking at you, my soul is seeking the souls with whom it, both souls, hers and theirs, ours, desires to be one. That's the beauty of our lady's messages. You see these word plays, and you look at them, and you prayerfully read them, and you think, wow, our lady refers to herself as it. But it's not a separate it. It's one. And then she continues and says, the souls who have understood the importance of prayer for those of my children who have not come to know the love of the Heavenly Father. Certainly it's the man that's going to teach the Canadian students in fifth grade. We have to understand, just like the man on the souvenir shop, who do we love the most and are we most supposed to be protecting? The fifth graders or the atheist? You can't coexist and make things justice or equitable or equal time and equal rights for this. One will prevail. We're letting them prevail. It's absurd. Flog them out of, take a whip, take them out of the schools. Thank God there's still some schools out there. Some dads would go out there and have a heyday when something like this happens. The fact, though, that we're letting them make gains will be in our backyard. They don't stop at that, and they won't stop at that. You think the invocation of the city council is, okay, now we got everything we want? Is that how it works? Is that how it works with the Bonnevilles? They just got this far and they'll stop five years ago? There's no stopping. We've got to stand up. This is it. There is no more time. We have nothing left except to know what we're supposed to do and what steps we need to take. And that's why they fired the first shot was written. The time is now. Now, it is the hour. It is the moment. Where do we start? With ourselves. Why? Because our lady says today something incredible. I need you. She says, I am calling you because I need you. She's got big plans. And to seek and see if she wants to unite to you is that those who, with her eyes, are looking at are the walls, are the barriers, barriers. You have self-interest, you have sin. Conversion happens when all the walls fall down. When you find truth, that's when the light comes through. We need to take our blinders off. We can see ourselves for what we are. Then you can accept the mission that she calls you to when the walls fall down. Life is broken with a lot of pieces of people's past. And many times we can't find the reason. What's the source of these things? So it points to the Heavenly Father. That's the source. That's the place of healing. And that's where all the walls in your life need to come down and lay before her. Sometimes life is a question You don't want to ask Sorting through the lonely broken pieces of your past When you can't find a reason The will or the way Every second here's another breath You know you'll have to take The answer's there Hiding in the lies It's gonna be alright 
Brenda Medjugorje, our ladies have been appearing for 31 years and never has she said the word mission before, except my mission. And in this message, she's saying, I'm looking at you and I'm seeking souls. And she says, apparently to those who accept the mission, that she will strengthen us, that she will fill us with graces, that she will protect us from the evil spirit, that she's with us, that she'll console us in difficult moments, as if she's about to send us off on a mission. Or are we just coming to this point in time in her plan in which the mission is ready? Or what are your thoughts about about what the mission is that she's speaking of? That struck out real strongly to me when I read the word mission because I knew immediately she had never said this word. And I know nobody in the Medjugorje world talks about it being a mission. And of course, we refer to this work we do here as the mission. Back at the mission. Our, actually, our, our place of, of distribution of the messages in Medjugorje, the name of the place is the mission house. It's the only place in the Medjugorje named this because it's a mission. We were called to this mission, October 686, when she gave a private message. And then we were called and commissioned in this mission as a community, May 31st, 1995. Our lady actually uses the words, get hearts close to mine to a way of salvation. To a way of salvation. Not the way, but a way. We were commissioned at that, pers- that point. Maria said specifically, it was for you, your family, and the community. 
Nobody else was there. It was just at our house. So this has been going on for us for a long time. We've understood this is a mission. And just as Jesus had a mission 2,000 years ago, what's the difference in a mission and a ministry? Well, we've got the military. Their position is like ministry. Their, their ministry is the defense of our nation. But then you got the mission. That's the Navy SEALs. They got something specific to do. Our lady says, I'm looking for souls. I need to draft people to become one with, my, one with mine. That you understand the importance of the prayers for those of my children who have not come to know the love of the Heavenly Father. Pretty awesome. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid to stand up against the city council. The whole town should mark on that, march on there. Never let the guy inside. You're not violating any constitutional rights. And if he did have a rightful claim to it, who are you going to honor more? Do we let an idle invocation take place in Israel? Or tear down the idols? Where's your thought process? Where's your thinking? No, you can't do it as an individual. But if you don't do this as a group, you as an individual will be going to the Coliseum. That's where this will stop. Don't think twice about it. And we're headed there. And yes, that's covered in they fired the first shot. It's why it's an urgent read. It's not a read a month from now when you get time. It's a now read. And you finish this book wishing you knew this stuff two years ago. Wishing you knew what was coming. But I'm saying that what was coming two years ago is not coming now. It's here. You'll see it. It's not an exaggeration. It's not embellished. You'll believe it. So accept the mission and do not be afraid. I will strengthen you. Sounds like battle. And it is. Conversion is a battle with self. It is difficult to tear down the walls. It is something hard and something strong or something that needs strength. I let you have a message once says, I give you might. You will need this might. You can use this might. I give you might to help you. She says might four times. So we have to realize when our lady says, I'm calling you because I need you. Accept the mission. Do not be afraid. I will strengthen you. I will fill you with my graces. I will protect you. These are war terms from what? Evil. You think it's just passive? And you're going to sit on the sideline with fifth graders in Canada? You, Canada, you're going to sit there and let this happen? Get 200 of you and go in that fifth grade classroom and say, this isn't going to happen. Get arrested. Do you understand? Get arrested. And call others to come forth to that area to stand with you. We've got the numbers. They don't. If we don't do that now, they'll have the numbers and we won't. First, they came after the Jews. You know how to finish that sentence. Then there was nobody left for, for, to protect me. You better wake up. You better be in prayer. You better be fasting. You better be converting. I'm not saying that in a demeaning way. I'm saying that in a pleading way. Or at least pleading today. She pleads. I desire to be one with these souls. I need you. I'm calling you because I need you. Accept this mission. Do not be afraid. I will strengthen you. I will fill you with my graces, with my love. I will protect you from the evil spirit. I will be with you. I will console you. Amazing. Prayed from within cloistered convents to inside the Pentagon. From dangerous military fields around the globe 
to the quietness of the bedroom and field where Our Lady appeared to the Medjugorje Visionary Maria here in Caritas. The Patriotic Rosary, a powerful prayer for divine protection and mercy for our nation and its rebirth. Gather your family and friends and pray the Patriotic Rosary together, consecrating our nation back to God. Once you've heard this rosary, you'll long to pray it often, praying that our nation remains one nation under God. Order the Patriotic Rosary on medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, and click on Medjmart, or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. When I was uh, first really looking at the message in detail, these eyes of Our Lady looking at us and seeking us, um, I thought of the story of Gideon for whatever reason. I hurriedly read the story of Gideon uh, being called by God and some of the language in the story is actually the same words that Our Lady used in the message today. And, of course, the, the story is is that um, Gideon's supposed to raise up this army to fight the enemy, and God says to him, there's too many people here because God wants the glory. And so he comes up with these tests. One is, is um, how the um, soldiers will, will lap up the water, and um, those who um, lapped up the water like it a dog. Mm-hmm. So... Um, my question again, and it's kind of going back to what you um, have saying about this battle, um, but do you feel like Our Lady is, in a sense, weighing us, um, like she's making the cut, or or we're going to be placed in a position that we're gonna we're gonna know if we got the medal or not. Um, I just have something, somewhat of a, a feel of that in the message. I don't know if you've picked up on that or not. Well, Alaya says, The souls who have understood the importance of prayer for those of my children who have not come to know the love of the Heavenly Father. Alaya says, Of these souls who don't know the love of God, really of your enemies too, that will be enemies in the future, that when you pray for them, you're really praying for yourself. Why? Because we will see this separation. We, see, we will see some kind of confrontation. And that confrontation starts with ourselves. The walls coming down, our own conversion. That's the first battlegrounds. And then when you go to convict others who need that through love or are protecting them, so you're not going to do this in fifth grade. That's love. Because first we're obedient to God, not to the atheists. We have to understand that. Once we see that, and we're inducted by our lady, we're chosen for that, we'll be united with other souls. She wants a body of believers that are so radically with her, not fanatically, but radically, not a fanatical, but somebody who understands that the love for God is first above everything. When you understand this, and that's what she says, those, the souls who have understood the importance, just isolate those words. That's one thing. Who's understanding the message. How many people walked away from Our Lady? June 25th, 1992, Our Lady says something incredible. Dear children, today I'm happy despite... There's still some sadness in my heart for those who began to take this path and then abandon it. I would say more people have abandoned the path of Medjugorje's message than have stayed with it. And I would say that that's not a 50-50 thing. I'd say a greater portion I have. They've gotten tired. They don't want to do it no more. They don't even know how appearing every day now. And here it is, a lady comes today, yesterday, the second. Those who understood this importance of this prayer, I need you 
Accept this mission. Don't be afraid. You'll need strength. I will fill you with my grace. I will protect you. I will console you in the most difficult moments. Wow. You don't want to be a part of that? We just was at the Catholic, what was it called? Catholic Marketing Marketing Network Network in Texas where we released the book out there and, and we ended up on the weekend with my son. And last night, the moon came up out over the horizon. And it gives you a lot of thought for reflection because he's in the middle of nowhere. Just open pastures. The breeze is really hot in daytime, nice at night. But I was out on the front porch and walked out by the fence by myself yesterday and the moon came out. It's really beautiful, real orange. But there's a certain isolation there. The big sky, different from our place here. I love Alabama Superior to Texas, no question about that. But it, in and of itself, is beautiful. But when you're out of your environment, when you're in another environment, and it's fresh and it's new, it gets time to reflect, and you think, you know, where, where have we gone? What happened to yesterday? We have a whole place built that everything is still in asphalt, all concrete. My wife and I years ago went to the Grand Canyon, and in 1970, they noticed people started falling off the, the cliffs there. A dramatic increase. And they actually did some kind of study or what, what, what happened. And that's when we started building malls. And everything was paved. Nobody knew how to walk through a mud hole anymore or around a mud hole. And people wasn't used, I guess, out there in the high hills wanting to take a picture on the edge of the cliff, they'd fall off. In fact, they said one of the main reasons people fall off is they say back up a little bit more. The guy's taking a picture and back up and step off the cliff. People don't even know how to walk on rough ground. And so we have lost something. But at the same time, Satan's hijacking things. He wants to know where the wolf is and tells us. Instead of us having dominion over the animals, we've gone to this radical environmentalism. Where's the balance? Something's gone from yesterday. Something's not here anymore. And wherever you go, when you're underneath the Milky Way and you look at that sky or the moon, you can reflect and see these things. That our history's gone. But our lady's bringing us to a new time. And it's not a time of wealth as we know it. It's a time of wealth as we will know it, connected as oneness with God, where you're happy. So what do we have to look forward to? What is the history? What have we left? What have we lost? Was a cowboy I knew in South Texas His face was burnt deep by the sun Part history, part sage, part Mexican He was there when Pancho Villa was young And he'd tell you a tale of the old days When the country was wild all around Sit out under the stars of the Milky Way And listen while the coyotes howl they go, Now the longhorns are gone And the drovers are gone The Comanches are gone And the outlaws are gone Geronimo's gone And Sam Bass is gone And the lion is gone And the red wolf is gone Well he cursed all the roads And the old men And he cursed the automobile Said this is no place For an hombre like I am In this new world of asphalt and steel 
Then he'd look off someplace in the distance At something only he could see He'd say all that's left now of the old days Old coyotes and me And they go Now the longhorns are gone And the drovers are gone The Comanches are gone The outlaws are gone Now Quantro's gone Stan Wattie's gone And the lion is gone And the red wolf is gone One morning they searched his adobe He disappeared without even a word But that night as the moon crossed the mountain One more coyote was heard And he'd go gave a message on November 23rd, 1988. And she said, I invite you to pray and give your life completely to God. I will give you strength. I will help you in all of your needs. You can ask for everything that you need to help you. I will intercede for you in front of God. What's unique about this message is that it was given in the bedroom, November 23rd, 1988, 10.30 p.m. And I knew when she gave it, like long ago, actually, in the messages, that she was saying something about what she was going to do in the future. I didn't know she was commissioned, would commission us in 95. I didn't know that the message to you years before that, October 686, that this message was, I will give you strength. I will help you in all your needs. You can ask for everything that you need to help you. I will intercede for you in front of God. This is exactly what we've asked for the tabernacle. We've asked for the presses. We've asked for everything to spread the messages around the world. She's given it to us. And our lady's telling you today, or yesterday, the second, my eyes are looking at you. My soul is seeking those souls whom, with whom it desires to be one. We were fortunate enough to understand that in those beginning days. Our lady has advanced us as a window to show if you come on board with her, what's waiting for you. Oh, it's the cross. I came into the studio and decided to cut the Bible, open up and see what it said. And I notice in the messages that Our Lady says on the September 2nd message five times, I will. Just like this bedroom message, I will help you. I will give. I will intercede. Three times there. In fact, that's the only other time Our Lady said I will that many times. The next is yesterday's message. And she says, I will strengthen you. I will fill you. I will be with you. I will console you. And so when I cut the Bible, I open up to Isaiah. And it says, Remember this and consider and recall in your mind your transgressors. Remember the former things of old. 
just like the song just talked about. For I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times things not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will accomplish my purpose. I will accomplish my purpose. That's what our lady said today. I will. Isaiah goes on and says, My purpose calling a bird of prey from the east, the man of my counsel from far countries, or rather from a far country. I have spoken. I will bring it to pass. I have proposed, and I will do it. I was amazed at those last words. I will do it. I will strengthen you. I will fill you with graces. With my love, I will protect you from the evil spirits. I will be with you. With my presence, I will console you in difficult moments. Would there be difficult moments? She wouldn't have said it if it wasn't. Would there be attacks? She wouldn't say, I'll protect you from evil spirits if it wasn't. Will you be weak? She wouldn't say, I will, I will strengthen you if it wasn't going to be, you weren't going to be weak. Will there be times you're going to need to fill the salve of her love? That's why she said, I will console you. We're in amazing moments. And we're in a moment of crisis at the same time. Crisis of fatherhood. Our Lady's come as a link. That link is to help us to understand that she's wanting to reestablish fatherhood in the world. You'll see this link over and over and over. We've seen it in our mission repeatedly that those who didn't have a good relationship with the Father didn't fail very well in life. We've seen where fathers wasn't that good, but the mother painted such a good portrait and image and held him up in esteem, even though he wasn't that good, that the youth there are more whole, have more esteem, more fit to work and be sociable and to be able to accomplish things than a man who is much better than their own father, but the mother constantly put down or never let him stand. The woman today has a lot of responsibility for the follower culture, just like Eve did. Some people might not like to hear that. We've seen it proven out in a mission with counseling over and over and over. The father has to be lifted up. As Our Lady said, several days before Christmas, once, I will bless all the mothers Christmas day. Jesus will bless the rest. Because mothers need this. They need to see the errors. So they can raise those little boys up that they might not have errors in their life. The power of the woman is immense. She's a far superior being than a man. She has capabilities of love that a man doesn't have. And so it is God sends the woman to teach us. This is very important. It's something that no one's understood or very few people have understood. We need the Father and everything is against the Father today in the culture. You'll see repeatedly in her messages who have not come to know the love of the Heavenly Father. Who represents the Heavenly Father? The Father of the home. You're going to demean him? You're not going to be proud of him because he's a garbage truck driver? You better, for your own well-being, put him in the highest esteem possible. My dad, my mom, taught he was the greatest appliance repairman in the state of Alabama. We were raised believing that. I was probably 17, 18 before I realized maybe that's not the case. That's how much it was ingrained in me. And that made me whole. It made me something to be proud of. I just gave a message on the 25th. Be, be proud. And so what it is, we have a bad image of fatherhood today. We had a crippling of fatherhood. 
You say they're leaving the houses. Yeah, well, you don't hold them up. They will, they will do that. What about the woman? The woman was given to man as his helpmate. He was not given to her as her helpmate. Get that straight. Both in your verbiage and the way you talk to your in front of your children to him and the way you react. It'll rebound back to you with obedient children. This is a very, very fundamental thing, important thing to understand that our lady's coming and what she's calling us to. She said it in the message today, pray that the unity between my son and them, she said first pray for priests, pray that the unity between my son and them may be all the stronger that they may be one. Because we've got a crippling effect in the priesthood. We have scandal in the priesthood because of lack of fatherhood. Most of them raised in dysfunctional families where the father didn't rule. I'm not excusing being a tyrant or tyrannical. But we have idleness today in the culture with a lot of women. Idleness breeds in women tyrannicalism. And they're tyrannical. People say, well, my husband's a louse. Well, maybe you're tyrannical. Maybe you're not helping to heal him. It's not a question of his faults. Fundamentally, you need to understand this, that everybody needs a father. Our ladies come with this. Who is he? What is he about? How come daddies are important? How come a, a child is crippled with an excellent father when the mama's portrait of it is painted bad or demeaning? The sitcoms do it. You reflect that? Who is he? What does he represent? Everything to hold the family together. I drive a Chevy cause he drove Chevys Like him I'm a baseball fan I'm going back to see him And while he still knows Who I am Mama says he can't remember Daddy thinks that he still can I'm going back to see him While he still knows Who I am This time I'm gonna hug him Instead of just shaking hands Gonna tell him that I love him While he still knows who I am I only knew him as my father I'm gonna get to know the man I'm going back to see him While he still knows Who I am This time I'm gonna kiss him Instead of just shaking hands Tell him that I love him While he still knows Who I am
I know I can't turn back time We'll slow it down while we can I'm going home to see him While he still knows who I am while he still knows who I am. We have with Our Lady a precious moment in the history of man and the history of the church. He's really coming to teach us really what a woman really is, what a mother really is. And it's most amazing that fatherhood across the world is so diminished that God the Father doesn't come down, Christ the Son doesn't come down. They send the one down from heaven each day. That can reestablish it. Yellow, the interlocutionist of Medjugorje, said that children learn how to love God the Father by the love between the husband and wife. St. John writes in his books, Gospels, and what he displays is that obedience is best displayed by love. If we have two parents, one guiding and another guiding, where is the witness of the love exchanged of following? It doesn't work that way. Somebody's got to witness obedience. Is it difficult? Well, I ask you the question. Is it difficult to follow a boss? Is it difficult to do different things? People tell you what to do or what the policeman says? when you know you didn't really run the red light and it was just yellow light, authority has to be followed. And your witness of how you respond to that teaches the children. And they'll be able to deal with God the Father in a much more admirable way, a much more beautiful way. This is in the message. It's where he's coming. And it's not something that sets you back. It sets the couple forward. He's come to reestablish order. It's a difficult thing. Because we've learned not to accept these things and go our own way. And so it is. We have this meaningful way that he speaks to us. And when she says, they pray for priests that the unity between my son and them may be all the stronger. She's looking to strengthen families. And that first comes through the Father. And it's those who will have a strong relationship with God the Father and be able to relate to Him. And so Our Lady tells us that become like the Heavenly Father, that we, ought to, ought to, we need to have an evolution towards the end what God's goals are, that's in the message. We have to fight the good fight. When God shows us, or maybe we should say, when God chooses to send down the heavenly mother from the earth from the heaven to the earth. And gone on for thirty one years, do we really understand? That he's trying to establish through the parents this connection that the children be able to love God. This only can happen with good parents. Because we know now those who never felt the love of God, those non-believers, those atheists, never experienced the most healthiest 
or the healthiest relationship that can happen between Mary and Joseph and what they had in their home with Jesus. Now he's calling us to that. We're to follow his way through her. I woke up crying late at night When I was very young I had dreamed my father Had passed away and gone My world revolved around him I couldn't lie there anymore So I made my way down the mirrored hall And tapped upon his door And I said, Daddy I'm so afraid How will I go on With you gone that way Don't want to cry anymore So may I stay with you And he said That's my job That's what I do Everything I do Is because of you to keep you safe with me That's my job, you see Later we barely got along This teenage boy and he Most of the fights, it seems, were over different dreams We each held for me he wanted knowledge and learning I wanted to fly out west I said I could make it out there If I just had the fare I got half, will you loan me the rest? And I said, Daddy, I'm so afraid There's no guarantee in the plans I've made And if I should fail who will pay my way back home? And he said, that's my job That's what I do Everything I do is because of you To keep you safe with me That's my job, you see Someday I might Light as bright as he Woke up early one bright fall day To spread the tragic news After all my travel I settled down Within a mile or two I make my with words and rhyme And all this tragedy Should go into my head And out instead As bits of poetry But I say, Daddy I'm so afraid How will I go on With you gone this way How can I come up with a song to say I love you That's my job That's what I do Everything I do is because of you To keep you safe with me That's my job, you see You could have seen that moon last night if you could have seen it in color out across those Texas fields. 
you'd ponder that second of the month message. Are they seeking souls who understand and understand what she's saying? So Kyle, Michelle, Avery, Kylie, Olivia, and little Bishop, I ask you to go out to the porch tonight and look at that moon and say a rosary for us way back over here in Alabama, long ways away, but it's the same moon. I love you. I wish you a lady. Good night.